talking Bills and Packers. What's up, everybody? We are back. I am Rob. With me, as always, my two co-pilots, Brian and DVD. When the NFL schedule came out months ago, we had this coming Sunday all circled for obvious reasons. Our namesakes are meeting head-to-head. And I think, like the NFL, because they put it on Sunday Night Football, we anticipated this game to be a much more compelling clash of the Titans, if you will. And that that is not what this game is shaping up to be this coming Sunday. I don't want to, you know, it's going to be a lunchbox letdown, I think. <laughs> I mean, I still want to hope that the Packers are going to pull it out of their ass in some way, shape, or form. But after last week's performance against the Commanders, like... I I'm expecting the worst, especially looking at that spread. <laughs> yeah, it's minus eleven. The only thing that concerns me though is Bills off a of buy. They sometimes they, that they, concerns you, but That's sometimes they, they they come out like, too relaxed. Sometimes, especially with all right. the hype. I, I've been a Bills fan no. for so long. It's just it's tough for me to like understand that I have a good team. You're all- DVD and I appreciate you trying. Thank to, you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ease we it over. You yeah. To, like, yeah, but no, no, no. Josh Allen is going to bludgeon this Green Bay Packer defense but on Sunday night. The I'm Green just Bay thinking- Packers right now, like they remind me of the replacements when Keanu Reeves' character is like, "I'm afraid of quicksand. Quicksand. The harder you try, the more you sink we'll, through we'll, that quicksand." I'm like, "That's Aaron Rodgers right now." Yeah, we'll, the whole we'll team. talk about it. We'll dive deep into it, but they're the worst team in football right now. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I agree. I, I know you can make an argument for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, no, no. The Green Bay Packers are the worst team in football right now. Why don't they run close. the ball? Why don't they run the ball? It's like you have one of the best running backs in the league, and you're just not running the ball? Aaron Rodgers, I, I guess we're diving in. He is holding this team hostage. Yep. He is holding this team hostage, and that is why I agree with Rob that they're the worst team in football because – Tampa's not clicking kind of like on all cylinders type situation. Like you have a problem. Like there's a singular problem. Like I know we can blame it on their their offensive line and everything, but it's like deep down that locker room, I think, is just a fucking disaster. Look disaster. no further than the quotes after the game. Okay. Their biggest issue, they've got three main issues. The biggest one is what DVD just said. It's a refusal to accept what they need to do to have success. And what they need to do to have success is hand the ball to Aaron Jones. And Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur refuse to accept what this offense is and what will make it successful. And they throw the ball. Why, in God's name, when you're 0 for 6 on third down, are you lining up at third and 1? And trying to throw the ball down the field and not just handing it to Aaron Jones. And the naysayers on Twitter and stuff are like, oh, he's only averaging 2.5 yards a carry today. That's better than what the passing game's averaging. Well, and it's like to take maybe some of the heat off Aaron, like he he has no receipt. He can't throw the ball deep. These new receivers are not like taking the pinpoint passes that he usually does. And it's like, what is it? Lazard, I think it had his 25 yard TD is their longest, like scoring yeah, of play year. of, the, yeah, year. of the year. That is yeah. your longest, like don't throw the ball anymore. Just don't throw. Yeah. Well, I don't even think it's a LaFleur problem. I think the offense is going through Rogers, which he can't, he, he can't bring because the whole team is set up for the run game. The way they've yeah. designed this team is for the run. 
it, well, so that's what I, I'm confused I, about. Cause Rob, sorry, to, to your point, Rob, earlier about like the post game stuff, Aaron's always like, Oh, we need to work on this. We're reviewing that. Like, who does he mean we? Like, is it him and LaFleur, think, him and his offensive line coaches, the team? Like, who's I think we? Rodgers is mostly to blame, but I, I'm not going to absolve Matt LaFleur. I think Matt LaFleur also gets a little pass happy and wants to make beautiful passing plays. Matt LaFleur's, um, there's a lot of people questioning right now if Matt LaFleur is actually a good coach. And I think it's completely warranted because his first two years coaching the, the Green Bay Packers, he rode... Aaron Rodgers to first three years he rode Aaron Rodgers to two NFC championship games uh, a, a divisional round playoff game and two MVP seasons from 12 so it, it's I think there's a lot this team is broken the morale is horrendous the body language is horrendous this team needs a leader and it needs someone to galvanize them and that's just not who Aaron Rodgers is like you see him after the the game and he goes talking about Buffalo on Sunday and he's being like a usual smart ass self. And he's like, well, that could be the best thing for us. And then they go, uh, one of the reporters goes, do you like, does your team believe that? We know you, you believe that, but does your team believe that? And he goes, ask them. It's like great leadership, fantastic, phenomenal leadership. That's it. He's yeah. He's holding them hostage again. Like I said, in so many ways though, like the team clearly needs to rebuild and they can't even do that because they don't have enough money. Like so, he has like $150 they're million paying dollars him in guaranteed money. So, so th- that the trade deadline is just around the corner. When you gave in to Aaron Rodgers last season or whatever it was, you got in the please Aaron Rodgers business, and that's what you are. So yeah. I was just reading now before I hopped on with you guys that the Packers are actively calling teams looking for a wide receiver. That's what, You have to do it. Like, you have to do it. You you have the quarterback. He needs another offensive weapon. I'm seeing a lot of people going, well, you know, just blow it up, rebuild. It's like, no, no. As long as Aaron Rodgers is on that sideline, you can't do that. Yeah. So it just it is what it is. Go and get Chase Claypool from the Steelers. Like, the, there's – like, and give up – assets and draft capital to do it push your chips all in and try and get him some weapons to to salvage your season and get into the playoffs that's it you you made when you when they um, bowed before him and gave him that contract and walked back the Jordan Love pick they were putting their hand up and saying we are in the make Aaron Rodgers happy business so Go and make Aaron Rodgers happy and get him a weapon that he can throw the ball to because these Wookiee, these Wookiee, these Chewbacca's, these, these rookie, these <laughs> rookie wide receivers. It's just, and, and listen, I'm not going to get on these guys. I'm not going to sit here and shit all over Romeo dubs and like the rookies. I remember watching Devonte Adams in his rookie season, drop the ball all season long. It, it, it just, it takes time, but you have a quarterback who is uh, on like, at minimum, his second last year. Yeah. And, but it's just like he won't even it. give the ball to them though. Like he won't even yeah. That's give the them biggest an problem. opportunity to to get better. Like that is yes. the problem. That's a, that's yep. a problem. And if you if you only give your best running back eight touches a game, you think he's going to get going at all? You need at least double digit touches. So yeah, I, I feel but this is where the ego comes in that yeah. I've been talking to you guys about. Like his ego cannot handle. 
when Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos in his last season, Peyton Manning accepted that he wasn't the same quarterback he was when he was an Indianapolis Colt, and they built an offense around that, and he became a glorified game manager. He was able to check his ego to the point where he was like, this is what I have to be for this team to have success. Aaron Rodgers is not doing that. There's no scenario where he's doing that. Uh, For the life of me, I sit on my couch every Sunday as I watch them week after week after week line up in the shotgun on third and one and go, we're doing this again? Yeah. We're really doing this again? Groundhog day. Yeah. Like, what's the definition of insanity, friends? I know. But even, like you said earlier, just, like, obviously finding him a weapon. But it's we're going into week eight. Like, how many weeks left do you have to find someone to salvage the season? Like, the clock is ticking a little bit. Well, the trade deadline is November 1st, isn't it? Yeah. It's around the corner. But if they don't also get what they're looking for, right? Like, if they get someone who's, like, doesn't click with the team or it's, like, they're not going to come out of the hop, like, the week they get signed. Let's say you get, like, an OBJ. Like, how do you think that works with with Rodgers? Yeah, it gives him a weapon that he can throw the ball. Yes. Confirming it is November 1st. It gives him a weapon that he can he can throw the ball to a veteran weapon that he trusts that he's going to take risks with. If they don't, if they're not able to swing a deal to get somebody in here, then I do think you need to start looking at potentially. I don't want to say tanking, but like, let's let's like, let's get a higher draft pick. Yeah, they're going to have to pull from like, yeah, this deal. I'm also concerned about just like the climate in which Green Bay plays in. Like you're going to have to pull somebody who's going to ha- need to get used to that weather real quick because they're coming yep. in. I was going to say they're coming in hot, but they're coming in the opposite of that. There's, there's like, been rumors for weeks that the Steelers are willing to move Chase Claypool. Yeah. So why don't you take a big veteran wide receiver that Aaron will f- con- consistently throw the ball to and bringing in a legitimate number one who will then open up uh, the field for an Alan Lazard, for an Aaron Jones in the passing game, that sort of thing, um, for a Romeo Dubs, for a... Um, What's his name? Tunyon, the tight Tunyon. end. Like, yeah, like it's just they're they're in the worst possible spot right now because the worst place to be in pro sports in any league is in the middle. You want to be at the top or you want to be at the bottom. You don't want to be in the middle and they're right in the middle right now because Aaron Rodgers makes them just good enough to come in third place in the north. Is it Aaron Rodgers or is it their defense that is just like struggling to keep this ship afloat now? Oh my God. No, their defense. Their, that's another their defense is tired I, though. Like that's the yeah. thing. Like I give their yes. defense a little bit more credit. I think they're just tired. Yeah. It reminds me of like the Denver situation, like good yeah. defense, but like if you're not getting the offense, what are you yeah. playing that's for? That's why they collapse at the end of the game. That's yeah. why they, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy to me to just watch them continuously try and force the passing game when it's clearly not working. And you have a, I, I am of the opinion that Aaron Jones is a superstar. Like I think Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is the, the lightning rod of your offense. And you, you won't, you just won't hand the ball off to him because you got him. You got to pat cause you got to throw the ball. Cause your ego can't. And that kind of scares me for next week. Cause if they actually do say, okay, let's just start running the ball. That's what scares me because Aaron Jones is a superstar. Yeah. And do you want last year they went into Arizona on a Thursday night game and Devontae was hurt, Alan Lazard was hurt, and um Valdez Scantling was hurt, and they won that game. 
And you know why? Because they went in with a good collective mindset, all on the same page, and executed. It's like we've been saying with Cooper Rush, Positive where it was attitude. like everybody just checked all the bullshit and was like, okay, well, we got to do this because Cooper Rush is our quarterback. Having those three guys go down last year was enough for them to be like, okay, we need to really rethink this and be really careful on every snap. And they're just like, the egos are, I couldn't believe that quote. After like when he when he looked at the reporter and said, ask them about his teammates, I was like, you're an asshole, man. Like, you're such an asshole. Like, no wonder. Like, everyone in that room just looks at you and is like, yeah, 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 it's brutal. It's just brutal. Taylor Taylor Heineke, though. Taylor Heineke. (laughs) What a fun. I love watching that guy play football. Taylor Heineke did everything he could in the first half of that game to to help the Green Bay Packers. I know he did everything he could, but he's just so much fun to watch. He's throwing passes with his eyes closed. Like it's so much fun to watch him play football. I know he's not great, but it's just entertaining. Which is what you want as a fan, though, right? Yeah, Yeah. I just can't believe. I can't believe that. I can't believe that they go out and they lose to the like. It's bad. It's it's really bad. And the Commanders' like, bad defense has not been great this year either. So it's like, no, you no. Should be able to score more than twenty one points. You know what I mean? I I thought they were at least going to pull the W for this one. Like I was were, listening to TSN, like uh, Davis Sanchez's early lean, and he was picking the Commanders. I'm like, come on, man! Like. Yeah, like give them more credit than that. But the, the lateral play at the it. end, though, did you see Rodgers? He can't. Oh, yeah. th- he can't throw backwards. He, yeah. <laughs> that, no, that the, actually that killed me. And then he's just laying on the ground like a dead man after. Yeah, yeah. They went zero for six on third down. The first time they've done that since nineteen ninety eight. Oh, yeah. And first Jesus. time uh, losing record as a Packer. First time underdogs by double yeah. digits in Aaron Rodgers' yep. career. Like that's. A lot of things are going wrong right now. Yes. Yes. A lot of things are going wrong. And like I said, I think you, you, you've signed, you made a deal with the devil two years ago and you got in the, we are, we, Aaron Rodgers is our daddy business. And so now you got to move heaven and earth to bring in a weapon for him to work with because that's what you signed up for. And if you can't do it, then you're basically punting on the rest of the season and Rodgers will probably retire at the end of this year. Because I yeah. don't see them turning around. I'm still in the camp that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at some point will get this sorted out. I mean, how no. can you say that after losing 21-3 to to the Panthers? I, I've honestly like kind of written them off. I'm just that, like, if you actually Brian, watch that Mike team Evans, yeah. if Mike I just Evans look at the memes that, now. It's like, yeah, when like, get, it's like... I get if he catches the ball, but like... I Tom mean, Brady ruined his marriage game? for to lose to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, like, yeah to lose like, to the defense allowing the Panthers to score twenty one points when they're like the worst team in the league. I know I yeah. do say the Packers, but the Panthers are one of the worst teams in the league. Them, oh, yes. them and the Lions. Yeah, like, they are statistically the worst yeah. team in the league. Yeah. Can we can we put an end to this? Like Todd Bowles is a mythical defensive whisper. Like, can we stop saying that? Because that's all I hear from the pundits in the U.S. And it's like the Buccaneers defense is pretty awful. And yeah. it was pretty awful last year. Yeah. Yeah. I know they have so like, we... they've got names on their defense, which tricks you a bit. Because you're like, well, they got this guy, they got that guy. But it doesn't translate to play on the field, really. Do we really think all of this, like, BS with the Bucs is hinging on Brady? 
Like, no, I think I think I don't think they're very. I think his play and his attitude, like he's gone. I've told you guys before. My mom is the biggest Tom Brady super fan on earth, and I was texting with her the other day, and she was saying how he, he's he's like a bit loopy. Like when you hear him talk, he's kind of like, and I'm like, yeah, he's he's in the middle of a of a divorce. So I think that's affecting his play, and it's probably affecting their offense, but the defense like the yeah. defense is the, this team going into the season a lot of people had the bucks defense ranked number one in football and they're horrible and it kind of looked that way to start the season they were dominating yeah. people and then all of a sudden they fall kind of like the pat like they just fell off a cliff with the defense yeah. which is which is kind of like to back to the packers bills game yeah i just have this vision in my head that the defense is going to click the running game is going to pop up this is why i was saying that earlier because like you know, this has been my entire life watching the Bills. Well, DVD and I will be in attendance, so let's hope that that happens because yeah, we're we're going all the way to Buffalo to watch the Packers get their asses handed to them. Uh, and yeah. say hi to Josh Allen. I'm just yeah, tell him tell him I tell him that I love him. Like Brian Chalk. I'm gonna says, be hey. on the lookout. I'm gonna be on the lookout for some mafia juice. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we yeah. need some videos. We'll, we'll jump through some tables for you. It's okay. Yes, yes. Oh, it's yeah. okay. I'm getting such FOMO we'll, already. We'll have a viral video of uh, DVD choke slamming me through a table. I know. I was yeah. I was told by my significant other. He's like. You know what? He's like, I hope the Packers are going to lose because if the Packers are up, se- like up seven, you've had a couple drinks and yeah, he's like, you're going to be running your mouth to some kind of Bills fan. He's like, and I will not be defending you. He's no. like, that yeah. is it. <laughs> especially in America too. You don't want to. Touch well, that. I was thinking that. Like, do I wear? Do we wear like Packers? A thousand percent. And risk, risk getting to. punched in the face. That that might happen. Yeah, um, I don't think we're going to get physically assaulted, but I uh, think we will get berated if they lose big time. Um, yeah, maybe a couple things thrown at us. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I do. Yes. I mean, See, the, the key is, move there is one person in the group. Like, I wish that's why I wish I was coming. You have to be with somebody wearing Bill's gear. Yes, to protect you. So yeah. who I'm going with is going to be wearing Bill's gear. So okay. this is going to be you like, be yeah, the level nice. set. So wait, your your SO is going to be wearing uh, Bills gear? Oh, Josh Allen all day, every day. Wow. He's a Bills nice. fan. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So, perfect. Yeah, it, it works out. It's not just like a, I'm going to cheer for the Bills out of spite because you're a Packers fan. So Maybe we'll make my uh, my wife, who doesn't give a, who doesn't care about any of this, but just loves going for the um, atmosphere, we'll throw a Bills hat on her That's hilarious. to protect me. That's a good yeah. move. To protect That's me. a good move. That's yeah. a good move. Yeah. Yes. I'm just, just going to bring a, I was going to say, I'm going to bring a broomstick with your face on it and like a Bills jersey. Jersey and like, yeah, yeah. One there in spirit, and this is my Bills fan. I'll send you my iPad. Just, just put the live stream on, yeah. and I'll just be at home pretending I'm there. Yeah, Brian, yeah. how do you feel about your team? We've kind of clogged the airwaves here with uh, Packers. I feel great. Everything's been great. <laughs> yeah, everything's been great. The running game came alive last time we were on the field, so I'm hoping that continues. That's that's the key to victory because. You don't want Josh Allen throwing the ball 72 times a game. And I want to have a mix of run and I want a mix of air. Yep. It's you're, you're probably going to get that to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Although, although it's better to run the, I, actually, I don't even know. They, they can't stop the pass either, but DVDs, right. They, they're just tired at the end of the game and, and yeah. they can't, they just run out of gas. So this game's in Buffalo. Um, the noise of that game is really, I don't know if that's going to affect Aaron Rodgers at his old age now. The sound of that stadium at prime time. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be his ears gonna be gonna buzzing. Be, yeah, yeah, you know what though? Apparently, the like the the, the stadium in uh, in Minnesota is known to be a loud one, so he's 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 used to it. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But I, like, I don't the know. Bill, I don't the know Bills, the Bills, that guy. 
that's why I like when they play the home games, especially because the crowd is like another player on the field. It's so loud there. It's insane. You guys are going to experience something crazy when you're there. I haven't been I'm, there in a very long time. Like clearly before COVID and then even like before that. I think it's been like four or five years since I've been in Buffalo. Yeah, it's been. I went. I went in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, they were playing the Ravens. That was a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just. I don't. Know. I don't know what to say. What to say anymore? You guys are coming off a bye. I think they're they're going to be ready. Everybody gets up to play the Packers too. It's going to be Sunday night football. The, like you said, the fans are going to be just jacked. To have Sunday night, the NBC crew there. Yeah, Sunday yeah. night. They so, got a whole yeah. day of tailgating. It's just, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Josh Allen's oh, going to yeah. be hyped up, too. Like, the hype yeah. videos are starting to come out already from the Bills pages. I, I love it. Oh, yeah. They're going to be oiled. Yeah, Von Miller's, Miller's going to yeah. unleash the beast there. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's another thing. Von Miller rushing against this garbage offensive line. Oh God! And Greg Rousseau <laughs> and and Matt Milano, these guys make are it stop, feast. make it stop. Yeah, and if oh Tre'Davious White comes back this year, oh my God! Yeah, I'm I'm picking I'm picking the um, the Bills to win. I know a lot of people are being dramatic and being like two scores. I'm picking the Buffaloes, uh, the Buffaloes, the Bills to win by ten points. It's yeah. this minus eleven right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so there, take the Packers. Yeah, so take it, the Packers it, on yeah. the spread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But Bill's yeah. money line. Yeah. Yes, Bill's money line for the for the dub for sure. Um, I mentioned this to you guys before we jumped on. I thought the matchups this past weekend were brutal. Like there 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 ended up being some good games. Like I thought Ravens Browns was a pretty good game. Yeah. Um yeah. Thurs- like, Thursday night it was okay. It got, yeah. it got yeah. better in the second half. Giants Jags turned out to be a pretty good game. Can we talk about how the NFC East for years was the laughing stock of the league, and now you got Philly, Dallas, and the Giants. Yeah, yeah. And now the, the Giants. Would... The Giants and... kind of snuck up on me. I'm not gonna lie. Like I know, I, I don't know. I just didn't we pay talked attention. about this earlier. Remember? I know. Like, yeah. Me, I was like, this team is different. You, I was Brian like, yeah, Daniel. I'm not really giving them much whatever. They won. what? And I was like, Brian wait, Daniel. they're like six and one or whatever now. The Giants are a perfect example of like how much coaching matters in football it really really matters because they know they don't have a strong receiving core they know they don't have a strong quarterback but they have a strong running game and they know how to use that and they know how to use trick plays to get what they want i think you're seeing the same thing with the other new york team too where it's like i don't know if robert sala is like the most like technically sound head coach but he's got that team ready to play every week and they're and they're the, the New England Patriots, the two, the NFCs and the AFC, super interesting yeah. storylines. You've got the you've got the the NFC East is like kind of returned to form as one of the better divisions in the league. And you've got the New England Patriots, who are very clearly the worst team in the AFC East. Yeah. Like yeah. by a by a wide margin, in my opinion. Especially Can we talk about how they back? took out Mac Jones too. <laughs> yeah. And like they kept showing him on the sideline. I felt so bad for him. Every time Bailey Zappi completed a pass, the camera would just pan to him and I'm like, Oh man, Sad. you don't have to show him. I think Bill Burr said it on the stream. He's like, Stop yeah. showing this guy. I was watching the Manning cast too. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Burr was just ripping into him. If you're the Patriots, like all all I hear, like I I've said to you guys before i don't profess to be a huge college football expert but when you watch any of the shows in the u.s they talk about how rich in quarterbacks this upcoming draft is going to be so if you're the patriots it's like just just throw it throw in the towel like, yeah. lose yeah. out 
And I, I like obviously Mac Jones. He's not the guy. Like Bailey Zappi as well is not the guy. He's fun. Zappi meals a fun time, but you you definitely need you need to look in the draft for some options. I'm yeah. sure Belichick's all over it, but he's he's sometimes weird in the draft. He'll be like, no, we'll just take a defensive lineman first overall. Have we overrated Justin Herbert? Yes, big time. He had a great season last year. Like he looked really good. Um, yeah. Even that last game against the um, the Raiders, like kind of fell apart there and it just hasn't looked good ever since and no. did we if going into the season because I'm, I'm focusing i'm honing in on the seahawks defeating the chargers going into the season i think we all looked at russell wilson and was like he needs to get out of seattle he's gonna flourish when he get out of when he gets out of seattle and now the the seahawks go into los angeles with geno smith and beat the chargers and are four and three i know crazy yeah it is crazy yeah so i think this is the weirdest year it is for like for, especially if you like for like gambling and stuff you're it's a roll of the dice in every game like i keep saying it, it parody has hit the nfl like, did you ever imagine geno smith being the, the highest passer rater in the league he was at one point which is yeah. freaking hilarious no i can't yeah geno smith of all people the ex-jet yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's like 2014 again i know yeah, he right. was punching teammates in the face and being being yeah. a, a diva i forgot about that <laughs> i that's forgot awesome. about that too. yeah that's, that's oh pretty hilarious God. people that's forget a like, great flashback that's a great story for geno smith right now people forget he's like one of the biggest assholes ever in the league. yeah well, he's, punching his teammates yeah. he's got the whole seahawks that. team ready to go I know, and like Pete Carroll is actually. I'm realizing how good of a coach he is, not including the Patriots fiasco in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, he's a, an amazing coach. <sighs> All right, my oh, friends. I think when we look ahead to Week Eight, we're going to change it. Like you look at the game slate. Like I think uh, Ravens Bucks on Thursday is compelling. I think Cardinals Vikings is compelling. I kind of like Giants Seahawks. I kind of like Giants Seahawks. Giants Seahawks. Is yeah. But I want to do a little bit different um, tee up. I want all of us to predict the score Ooh. for Packers at Bills on Sunday night. Twenty-four twenty Bills. Twenty-four twenty. I think this, it's you're, be, you're putting a lot of faith in this. It's going to be closer I, than you think, but I still think the Bills win. Uh, you're more generous than I am because the first like score that literally popped into my head was twenty seven twenty for the Bills. Uh, yeah. See, I'm going like I'm going like twenty to ten. I have absolutely no faith that the Packers, or maybe even like twenty to nine, and they kick three field goals. Like I, I have no faith. In I think this they'll Packers be kicking offense. a lot of field None. goals. Yeah. Like. And uh, I, I what's the wind index like, there? How windy is that game going to be? I don't know. I I could see the I could see a scenario where the Packers defense plays well and maybe holds the Bills to only twenty some odd points. Like I keep hearing, like, oh, you're going to get like forty hung up on you, and like I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see that. No, I don't think I don't think the Bills are going to crack thirty. I might be eating no. my words next week, but I agree. I, I agree. That. I could see that scenario happening, but I have zero faith in this Packers offense. Zero. Zero. Like, morale's low, too, right? Like, they're coming off three losses, one to the commanders, like, and these guys are not 
like naive to the fact that everyone in football is talking about them too, right? That's like, also, that's what concerns me though because they they they're hearing it like you know not just this show is talking about the run game. Everybody's talking about the run game. Yeah. So I'm just I'm concerned. We're the most important show. Though. I'm I'm concerned that it's going to be a heavy run system. Which, I mean, the Bills need to learn how to defend that, but I don't like it. I yeah. think you guys are underrating how toxic that locker room is, and how much oh, they, sure. how much they can't stand that asshole under center. Like, I think that is the biggest problem with this team. I think most of these guys, like he threw a ball to Romeo Dubs in his feet. Dubs didn't catch it. And then he glared at him the whole way walking off the sideline. I think the, the biggest issue with this team is everyone on offense in that locker room, except his buddies like Bakhtiari and Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard looks at him and it's just like, you are an asshole. I know yeah, that's so. And it, I don't it, think he gets, he doesn't get put in his place, right? LaFleur's no. not pulling him aside and being like, listen, you piece of shit. You have to be yeah. a leader, like yeah. treat them better. But no, I mean, no, like, no, I think thing. only Bruce Arians has the balls to do that. Cause I think he did that with Brady. Maybe hire yeah. Bruce Arians. You know, like that, that might well, turn he's in things all, he, around. Uh, I, you know what, Brian, I think I'll pass on, yeah. I'll pass on hiring <laughs> Bruce Arians. But I think like he was on, um, he was on McAfee earlier today and he was saying about how Tom Clements, the offensive coordinator, who isn't the offensive coordinator, LaFleur's the offensive coordinator, was, he goes, well, he gave me my highest grade of the season in that commander's game. It's like, this is just such a toxic bow before me. I'm the king. I'm the best environment that is going on in Green Bay. And I think it's just, you can't, you can't fix that in a week. I think though it's like his his stats might be still intact, but his legacy is definitely tarnished because of this. Like people are going to look back and be like, "Here's a guy who's won one Super Bowl in his career, was statistically probably one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, and then just became a cancer in the locker room." Yeah. I think when all is said and done, people will look back on Aaron Rodgers and go, "Incredible football player, arguably one of the." arguably the most naturally talented quarterback to ever play the position douchebag yeah on all levels yeah. i can't wait for the netflix documentary it's gonna be cool. oh that's gonna be spicy it's, it's all gonna yes. be nfc championships too that entire yeah yeah it's the 49ers yeah, jimmy g's just gonna be front row I love that, I love yeah. all like the 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 spoofs that I'm seeing uh, on like uh, uh, Twitter and TikTok and stuff where people are like, well, Brady's having family issues. Aaron Rodgers doesn't even have a family. Like, who's he gonna blame? I always yeah. forget that he's like, is he still single? Like, is he's not dating? Yeah, he anybody, was dating. Right? He was dating some girl who identified. This is this is honestly wasn't true he mar- engaged or something to her? Or he was engaged. Yeah, no, he was he was engaged to uh, what's her name? The the actress. I just know and that he, she's the chick he, from Pretty Little Lies. Yeah, I don't actually yeah, yeah, know don't her name. name. He and he went on. Uh, he went on Shailene Woodley. Mm. When he went on the the trip with Miles Teller, and yeah. so he he they they broke up. And over the summer, I'm I'm not kidding. He was dating a, um, a lady who identified as a witch, and her name was Blue of Earth. I mean, I'm not shocked. Good for you. I'm not shocked yeah. by that at all. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's what ayahuasca that's, does, baby. It's just it opens up your eyes. 
Yes, so that's that's what's going on off the field with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. So, anyways, we've talked about it to death. I think the Bills are going to win. I don't think it's going to be the the stomping that everyone thinks it's going to be, but I do think they're going to win. And I don't unless uh, Goody can go out and make a trade and bring in a Chase Claypool or a, or a OBJ or someone. I think there's no fixing this. No, it's it'd be tough at this point. You know, it's just spiraling yeah. out of control, but. You never know. I, I, as I said before, I'm, I'm a little nervous about this game. It's, I haven't watched the Bills in a week, so I just, I'm just not used to watching them win anymore. It's, it's left my head. Oh, sorry. One, one yeah. week, and you're oh, just not wow. used to it. I know. Oh, wow. Don't count the previous thirty or twenty nine years yeah, of my life before they were good. <laughs> oh. All right, my friends, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next week and with a full report of all the mafia juice that we drank and all the tables that we broke and all the. The rowdy environment that we were in in Buffalo. All the bets Brian, that I lost. You, you will be so you will be so uh, sorely missed. And yep. we will see everybody next week. Thanks for watching. Hit that like and subscribe button below. We really appreciate it. We'll see you then. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. Hey, it's Joel Williamson, host of That Nerd Dad Podcast. Look, finding time for yourself is an important part of parenting. It allows us to be the best version of ourselves for our kids. So tune in every week to talk about parenting, pop culture, and politics. Whether you're an exhausted parent looking for a laugh or a stoned teenager who clicked on this by mistake, this is the podcast for you. You can find me on Spotify, Apple, Google, the Dean Blundell Network, or at thatnerddad.ca.